Hello, hello. Welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes. Welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is such an informational, educational, and inspiring episode, and that's just my personal opinion. Um, I had on Erin Claire Jones. She's a leadership coach, coach that focuses and specializes in human design. So we talk a lot about what the human design is and how you can use that to benefit you, your everyday life how you can use it to understand others around you. And essentially what you do is you sort of similar-ish to astrology where you put in your name, your date, your name, your birth date, your birth year, your birth time, and the location of that. And based off of that information, you get your type. Um, and so Aaron kind of goes into the all the different types. There's generators, projectors, manifestors, and based off of those types, it basically explains your personality makeup or who you are as a person and how you kind of operate. And based off of that information, you can learn so much about yourself. And I think it also validates a lot about yourself. Reading the information that I got back, I was like, wow, that's exactly how I am. And that actually makes more sense because sometimes it's hard when you kind of look in the mirror, you don't always see everything. Or if you're sitting there and reflecting about yourself, you might not really realize certain you know, characteristics that you acquire or that you have. And I think that the human design kind of really opens you up to that. And I think it's super interesting to know what people around you are and how the two of you or the group of you can all work together based off of your human design. And I I just think it's so fascinating. And so Erin came on here She shared so much wisdom about this. She's really changed a lot of people's perspectives and I think a lot of people's lives in the workplace, just in their everyday lives, in their relationships and friendships. And I think that is such a powerful, powerful thing. And to hear Erin's story about how she started this um, and what kind of kickstarted it all is so crazy. So I can't wait for you guys to hear that. Um, But yeah, I'm going to link everything below um, you can go to erinclairjones.com. You can go to humandesignblueprint.com and type in all of your information and figure out what your design type is. And yeah, we can all learn together. She has an incredible social media presence as well. So I'm going to link everything there because she shares so much information on um, on Instagram. And that's how I actually initially found her because I came across this page and I was just instantly drawn to it. I was like, oh my God, I told her I spent probably 20, 30 minutes on this page because I was just so interested and I immediately rushed to the website. I put all my information in and I wanted to figure out like what my design type was and who I, and I just wanted to learn all of it. And I think it's so fascinating and I think it's a really powerful thing. So she's going to give a code for you all so that if you would like to purchase the blueprint book or anything from her website you can do so and I think that's so amazing and so kind of her check out the show notes I'm gonna link the discount code there and again all of the information all the links anyways let's jump into the episode because this is such a good one and I hope you guys enjoy Hello, hello. Welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. I am here with Erin Claire Jones. I was just chatting with her about 
um, everything. I'm just so excited we got her today. She is a new mom and I'm so excited to chat about the human design blueprint. So I want to get to know you a little bit better and I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for joining me. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. I love, we were just talking before we jumped on here. I just love like learning more about um, myself and I think it's so interesting and we're going to dive into all of that. But before we get started, I have some rapid fire questions for you. So the first question I have is what career did you dream of having as a child? Oh my gosh. I kind of dreamt of having many careers at once. I was like, I want to be a spy and I also want to be like a veterinarian and I also want to be a performer. And so I felt like I like had like a, a daytime career and a nighttime career. None of those yeah. things manifested, but I remember those three <laughs> being big ones. I love that. Um, who is the person that you go to when you like need somebody to listen to you, a listening ear, someone to vent to? Um, probably my husband. He like, you know, he is so wonderful in that he, um, I know, so sorry, this is rapid fire. My husband. It's okay. He's <laughs> uh, uh, like, we are for one question, but I think, um, He's, he's somebody who's very good at listening, but also very much at like calling me out when I'm just like, and just speaking the truth. So it's not always easy to go to him, but when I like really need the truth, it's always good to go to him. Yeah. Favorite movie of all time. Oh my gosh. It's always changing. Um, hmm. I think I love Avatar. You know, obviously it wasn't around when I was young, but I just love watching Avatar. I haven't seen the new one yeah. yet, but it's always so fun. I've heard the new one's amazing. I haven't seen it yet. But... I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Go to snack. Um, go-to snack is probably berries. I'm just always eating berries. Love it. And then last one is what is your favorite quality about yourself? Mm, favorite quality about myself. Um, I think that I tend to make people feel pretty safe and calm in my presence. And I think that that's obviously not going to be everyone, but I love having that effect on people. Yeah. You have a very calming like vibe and your voice is very calming. So I would agree with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So jumping in, I want to get to know you a little bit better. So before we jump into like human design blueprint and kind of where all that started backing up a little bit, um, what were your, I guess, aspirations growing up? Did you go to college? What was that looking like? Um, and how did you kind of get to what was the path to the human design blueprint? Yeah, it was definitely not, you know, not the plan. Um, I grew up in Seattle and I did go to college. I went to school in Rhode Island in Providence. Um, and I loved, I mean, I love being a student. So like college was great for me and my husband like was not, did not like school. So I like, I know <laughs> that that's not for everyone. I was just like, I can't, I love these classes. But, um, anyways, I studied education and development studies, um, and I wrote my senior thesis on social entrepreneurship and how you can build a business that not only is profitable, but also has an impact. And so that was kind of like where I was post-college or sorry, in college. And then after college, I moved to New York City um, and started working at startups that had some social mission. Um, and I started at a financial tech company, um, which was like a very innovative, strange company. It was wonderful. And then I kind of just like, I was there for a couple of years and then I kept bouncing you know I, I ended up consulting for a number of different startups on kind of like community and biz dev and all kinds of things I think that where I felt like I really thrived was just like with people so whatever mm -hmm. company I was with they were like let's just put you in front of the people you know whether it's biz dev or whether it's building community um and 
I was enjoying what I was doing, but I also like, it was clear that like, this wasn't like, oh my God, Aaron, like you found it. Like it was more like, I'm having a lot of fun being like in my twenties in New York city. This is great. Um, and then in 2015, I was 25. I was at a friend's gathering and sat next to a stranger and the stranger asked if he could read my human design chart. And actually just a little bit of context, like as much as I was in the startup world on the side, I was exploring like so many wellness modalities. And I was just kind of like, on my own personal journey, but like my professional life and my kind of personal development life felt very separate. Um, Mm. And so anyways, I was at this gathering and this stranger gave me a human design reading and my jaw was on the floor. I was just like, I have never had somebody so accurately give words to my inner experience, but also like so powerfully call me out because like all the things he said, I was like, I feel that and I'm not living that. Um, And he Mm. actually ended the conversation by saying, Aaron, I think you're meant to do this. And I think that, you know, we're meant to do it together, you know, and human design is not predictive. He was not looking at my chart and being like, it's in Aaron's destiny to do human design. But he was like, she'd probably be quite good at this. And also like, we have a lot of compatibility in our charts. And so he ended up being my first teacher, you know? And so it was just like a really wild turn of events. And then like, so I ended up dropping most of the things I was working on, going full on with him. Um, And we built a company together for two years And it was amazing, but it was also at a time where human design was so new. And so people just had no idea what we're talking about. We're like, everyone, this is the coolest system ever. (laughs) And everyone's like, it's so weird. And this is so new. Um, So, you know, so it hasn't always been a smooth journey, but I I launched my own practice in 2017. And then my husband became my business partner. And we have um, built this business together ever since. And it's been pretty amazing. We worked with many, many tens of thousands of people. And it's, I think, beyond what... We could have ever imagined. Yeah. That's so crazy that just a conversation kind of sparked all of this, like a random person. Crazy. And to think that like you were just in the right place at the right time for something to like completely alter like the course of your life is so I love that stuff. That's so crazy. Um, and how cool that like now it's just like become what it is. Yeah. Um, so I guess for those who are listening that are like, what are they talking about? What is mm-hmm. your human design? Can you explain what that is and what that really means? Of course. So human design is a system based on your time, date, and place of birth. And it really reveals how you're wired to operate at your best, whether it's in how you work, whether it's in how you parent, how you're in relationships. So it kind of gives you like your own unique roadmap and operating manual to just like finding flow in your life. And it's so unique in that it's not like there are five types in human design, but there are so many other layers underneath the surface. So like, you don't really have like the same design as someone else. We all are so unique in that way. So, and the last piece that I would share is, you know, human design gives us all this juicy information around how we work best, but it also gives us so many practical tools of how to actually like put that knowledge into action and live it out, you know? So I think that's what I loved most about it is I was like, this is not just more information. Like I'm actually given tools that I can use. And I think that's what we need more than anything else. Yeah. So a lot of people, I feel like would compare something like this to astrology, Enneagrams. It's like another thing that's telling you kind of who you are and why you're that way. Um, but like, like to your point, it is kind of directing you and like, Hey, this is how you can like use this to your benefit. Um, so I think that that is probably the most interesting part of it is like, you can really learn like, okay, I'm this type and I can do X, Y, and Z to accomplish this. Or like, I can do this more better or whatever. And I think that's like really so interesting. And what are the differences between, this and astrology other than that like are there because 
I feel like that's like the only thing that people are going to kind of compare this to. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, if you just put your, your birth date and your time, like it's the same thing essentially, but it's, it's not really. Yeah, totally. Um, so there are different systems, you know, a human astrology does play a role in human design. Human design pulls from lots of different systems like astrology and the I Ching and quantum physics and the chakra system. Like it kind of combines them all into this one system to kind of give us a blueprint to how we operate. But I would say with astrology, like, you know, I have, I, I don't know astrology well enough to say it's impractical. Like, I think astrology is wonderful. And I think that it can be used in lots of practical, actual ways. I haven't like gone deep enough in it to actually speak yeah. to that. Um, but honestly, the simplest answer is there are different systems. Like I do so many human design readings for astrologists. I've received astrology readings, you know, and it's, it's a funny thing where people assume that I know everything about astrology, given what I do, but I don't. And same with astrologers I sit with, they're like, human design is like such a mystery to me. So yeah. <laughs> they're just really different. I do think the language of human design, and this is going to depend so much on who you're learning about it from, but I think that it is very grounded. Like I think in the way that I share human design, um, I don't really use any of the human design jargon. Like you could speak about human design in a very esoteric way, but it's just not my style, you know? So I think that like, I, again, the magic I see is just like how practical and how it gives us so many strategies that we can just use in our life to find a lot more flow. So as far as finding, um, your type, can you walk us through, um, how you do that and then what those types are? Of course. So you can look up your human design at humandesignblueprint.com. It's not going to be a very intuitive looking chart. You're not going to look it up and be like, Oh, Totally. I totally get what that all means. It's going to be like, what in the world is that thing? Um, so don't put pressure on yourself to understand it immediately. Um, but high level, there are five different types. Manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. Um, briefly, you know, manifesting generators are really kind of the multi-passionate creators and doers, often like having their energy in many things at once, pivoting in between things. And they're really here to kind of let things come to them and wait for their gut to guide them generators like you are quite similar they are such powerful doers when they're so lit up and satisfied and excited by what they're doing and you also are not really meant to chase after life you're really meant to kind of wait for things to show up in your world and spark your gut and then when your gut gets pulled in a direction you're like okay I'm following it does that make sense to you before I yeah. keep going yeah yeah so and then we've got <laughs> I, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, so projectors are really here to be kind of leaders, guides, advisors, teachers, not here to do all the doing. Um, they're often very naturally wise about people and really good at asking the right questions. And they're really here to be invited in and recognized, not chasing after. There are manifestors, which are the kind of these very innovative, disruptive people that are really here to just initiate us and the world into a new way of doing things. They're really here to carve a path that's so unique to them. Um, and they're really here to initiate and like, and just like keep people in the loop, but they're not here to wait for anything to come to them. And the final type is a reflector. These people are so uber sensitive to their environment and are always kind of mirroring back their space. And so they're very fluid. They're going to have days where they feel like every single type and they're really powerful mm -hmm. evaluators. They just can see and sense and feel things that most people miss. So interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of everybody I know in my life as you're saying these. I'm like, who does that sound yeah. like? Like, who could that be? Mm -hmm. Um, it's so interesting. And like, okay, so yes, I'm a generator, um, which is interesting. So I'm someone you were saying that would like wait for something to come to them, but once it comes to them and sparks something, they go for it, is what you were saying, which is interesting. Like I'm thinking about my life like, as you say that, right? Like, okay, so. I can see that. 
a little bit in certain aspects and it's just so interesting and I guess like question follow-up questions are how so based off of all of that based off of just knowing your type Mm -hmm. um there are other things that come with it like um I had like what is it inner authority and like strategy um but just based off of your type and knowing that what are I guess the first things that someone should do in reading it or do from that information like are they does that make sense Totally. So I would say probably the most actionable piece is around the strategy, which is actually connected to your type. And so if I'm going to take you as an example, um, you're a generator and your strategy is called to respond. So I mentioned those things briefly, but let me tell you what they like actually mean in, in a more actionable way. So I think as a generator, like I said, you're a doer, like you really have the capacity to make things happen and bring ideas to life when you are so genuinely lit up and satisfied by what you're doing. And so I would say a big life lesson for you is prioritizing your own satisfaction and excitement and not seeing that as selfish, knowing that like the more lit up you are, the more you light up everyone around you. And so on a more practical level, I would encourage you to just like take inventory now and often and ask yourself who and what is lighting me up the most, you know, like, is it the podcast? Is it this friendship? Is it living in the city? And like, how can I carve out more space for those things? Because that's when like, I really get in my flow. And also like, what is consistently draining and depleting me? And like, is it possible to let those things go? And the answer might be like, not yet, but it's useful to at least be aware of what they are. So I would say the first step for you is like really checking in on whether you're prioritizing your excitement and seeing as, as important because so many generators I work with are so overextended that they're saying yes to everything and they're treating their Mm -hmm. own excitement as like the least important thing. And they're totally burnt out and frustrated when they're really here to be these like lighthouses in the world and just like lift us all up with their energy. Hmm. Yes. Okay. So I'm like, yep. So recently I've kind of been in this funk where I don't feel like hundred percent myself or happiest. And I've realized that there are so many, like you literally just said, there are so many other things in my life that have been kind of pulling me down in different directions. And I'm giving energies to things that don't necessarily make me happy or fulfill me. And I'm trying to kind of come out of that and like just swim to the surface because at this point, like for it to, for myself to kind of realize that I feel like it's bad. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like the last couple of weeks I've been realizing this and I've really been kind of honing in on the stuff that makes me happy. So that's so interesting that you say that because I've it's just like what's exactly happening in my life currently. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. You know, and and yeah. like and and that's the magic of human design is that it often just like affirms the things we already know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people I'll, I'll share this with people and they're like, oh yeah, like I've known that and I just haven't been listening to that or I haven't been trusting that. And so like oh, interesting. It never feels unfamiliar to people. They're just yeah. like, oh, you're just giving me a language, but I already knew this. And then I would just say on the other kind of strategy piece for you to give people an example, like your strategy is waiting to respond. So it's that piece that I mentioned where it's like, you are not somebody who, even though you might have a lot of ideas, like you're not really meant to like sit at home and be like, what is the next thing that I'm going to go do? I'm going to go like initiate and make that thing happen. Rather, you're meant to be just doing what lights you up and what excites you and just seeing what shows up in your world. And when something shows up, whether it's it's something you hear on a podcast, whether it's human design blueprint on Instagram, like if something shows up and it lights up your gut, it basically is a signal to pursue it. And then you can just like, go make that thing happen. Like you don't need to be invited. You're just waiting for your gut to guide you. And so a big lesson for how you enter into new commitments is really allowing yourself to be gut driven and not mind driven. 
So interesting. Yes. Yes. Well, and I've talked about this before on the show, but this podcast is exactly what that was. It was like something just like sparked in me where I was like, I think I should do this. And I didn't really talk to anybody about it. And I started it. And it's the thing that's like made me the most happy I've probably ever been like in the last three, four years, which is so crazy to think about. Um, And so like, that's like a great example of that is I just was like, we're going to do this and we're just going to go. So that's so cool. That's so cool. So I guess like for other people and kind of finding and discovering like their type and what that means for them, I guess my question would be, why do you think that finding your type is important? Like, why do you think people should do this? Um, and how can they use it for their benefit? Like in life? Yeah. And I would also say that like, don't force it. You know, I think like human yeah. design is an amazing tool and there are lots of tools. Um, why I think it's useful is that I think we so often in life get lost trying to kind of show up in the way we think we should or emulate what's happening around us, whether it's building a business or doing a podcast like others, whether it's like, I read this parenting book, I got to do it like them, or whether it's like in relationship and being like, oh, like, why aren't they being like me? Like, it's just like all these ideas of like, of of how we think we should do things that maybe might not be the right approach for us. And I think what human design gives us insight into is like, what is the right approach for you? Like, how are you meant to build a business in a way that works for you? How are you meant to launch a podcast in a way that works for you? Like, how can you parent in a way that feels sustainable? Like, how can you show up in a relationship in a way that's good for you? And also then there's another layer of like, understanding the people around you, you know, understanding your partners and your kids and your friends to know how to best support them. So I think where it's so supportive is just like helping us do things in a way that really works uniquely for us. And in doing so, we often find so much more flow in our lives and experience such less resistance. Mm -hmm. And so I I think it's widely applicable, you know, whether it's to our teams, parenting, partnership, any of it, career, but I think it just kind of gives us our own unique roadmap and it's not, you know, it's not kind of taking these like universalized, like you should do it this way. That's so interesting that you say, not only is it like important for you to understand yourself, but it's important for you to understand kind of other people in your life and how they operate and kind of realizing like, okay, well, this is how they work. So how can I kind of mesh with how they work and how can we make this work? Um, With relationships and kind of, is there, this might be a dumb question, but are there types that may not align in a great way or is it just more so like you just have to figure out how that type works versus your type yeah it's a great question um I you know everyone's gonna have a different approach to this I don't believe that human design is meant to tell us that we like cannot be with this person you know right like as a generator you can only date a projector you know I don't think that's very supportive or empowering um I think some relationships might require more work than others you know like there's something around being around somebody who's like very similar and that can be like a nice resonance but also like we're often attracted to difference and that can provide novelty so I would say human design doesn't tell us who we cannot be with it just lets us know how we can best be with the people we choose meaning that I encourage people to kind of like enter the relationships that feel right to them and human design can help give us insight into that and then once you're in the one that feels right then you look up their design and then you're like okay how can we best support each other like I'm married to somebody who whose design is basically opposite of mine in every possible way and like that could lead to a lot of friction but because you know we work together we're married we now have a kid it's like it actually works so great because we just like understand how different we are and we don't expect each other to be similar and so that's mm-hmm. where human design can be so useful. It's like, oh, like you're meant to make decisions really quickly. I need time. You're meant to be a doer. I don't have that capacity. You know, it's just like you need the details. I don't really care about them. Like it's just like yeah. it's so useful to understand those things because 
it just allows us to kind of navigate our relationship, I think, so much more easily and in a way where we can really leverage how different we are in everything that we do. Yeah. Well, and I think that's so interesting because sometimes you'll just look at someone and like jump to conclusions of like, well, we don't work because obviously we think differently. And I think that a lot of times people give up on relationships when, like you said, like you could be opposites and it can work so well, as long as that you understand like what that person is and yeah. like what they need and communicate that. And I think that figuring out your type in this scenario is, could be so beneficial. Cause if you're learning about them, they're learning about you, you could be amazing together like and it's you just have to figure out like what your issues are what you know the other needs I think that's so cool yes 100% and it's just like I feel like it brings so much more compassion and understanding into relationships yeah you know what I mean because it's just like oh like I was just making you wrong for a thing that you're not you know now that I know what you are and what you need this is a lot easier so much easier. I am thinking about this too. Like, have you ever, so with the human design blueprint, like you have taken this so far. I mean, you have such a big following and I think that you're like doing amazing things. Have you like gone and spoken to like businesses and corporations of like, Hey, this is how you can use your human design, like in the workforce, like in the corporate world, even like, I'm thinking like, just with coworkers of figuring out who's this and who's this. I was in a corporate job a couple of years ago. And when I got on, we all took, I was on a smaller team of like 10, 15 people and we were all women. And our manager was like, let's take this personality test. And it was just like, we just took the test and then we all share, we had to share our results and we had to read through everybody's personality test and what they got and what they like and how they communicate and whatever. And I'm kind of thinking like, this could be something that's so beneficial where you're just realizing like, okay, that person's gen- generator, this person's a projector. Here's how I can better work with them. Do you ever like work with corporations? And do you think that would be beneficial? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it's actually exactly why I got into human design because I, um, when I worked in all those startups in New York, I was just like, everyone's so dysfunctional and not because like they're right. dysfunctional, just because like the dynamic, they don't understand each other. And so when I first discovered human design, the first application was business. And so that business I built for two years was purely focused on human design for teams. Um, and now I do work with a lot of teams, but I also work with like so many individuals and it's really extended beyond that. But Working with teams is one of my favorite things ever um, because we often spend a lot of time with these people, you know, and like, and I've, again, seen so much friction where there can be, you know, for example, I had a client who was a manifesting generator. One of her gifts was making things happen very quickly. And she called me. She's like, Aaron, I just went through my seventh assistant. Like no one can move as fast. I was like, they're not meant to, they have a totally different gift, you know? And so like, in a case like that, she was like, oh my gosh, like I've been expecting everyone to like move as fast and do as much when like, I I don't need that. I need someone with a different gift. And so Mm -hmm. I think it is such a powerful tool in teams and it gives us so many practical tools of like, this person needs a lot of space to be in their own independent flow. Like a day full of meetings might be very challenging or this person like really needs collaboration. They need to kind of talk through things. Like this is this person's gifts. Like this person like is very fast in their decision-making. This person needs more time. So I think the the work with teams is pretty profound. Um, And again, similar to relationships, I think it allows us to achieve more because we kind of like know how to work with each other. And so we're, um, there aren't these, like all these like interpersonal challenges that are emerging, you know, it's more just that we can like, we know how each other works and we can just make it happen. Yeah. What are the responses you've gotten from people that you've worked with? Like, have they just like, so have they been confused or have they just really like appreciated it? And 
have you gotten feedback afterwards of being like, oh my gosh, this saved me because now I'm realizing like everyone around me and how they work. Like what has the response overall been? Yeah, it's been really great. I think again, because like human design is a little magical in the way where it's like when I talk to people, whether they're skeptic or whether they're a newbie, it's like, it's just like, it's a language that people recognize. Like I've had so many, you know, corporate clients that are like, Aaron, I don't like woo-woo stuff. This feels really weird. And I'm like, cool, take it or leave it. I'm just going to introduce it. And like, if you don't like it, let it go. And like, often I'll be like, Aaron, like everything you said, like resonated so deeply, but I really don't want to believe it. But like, because it's so accurate, will you please tell me about like my kids and my other coworkers? So like, I think that people often can be resistant at first. But then they're like, I just don't know how you would know this. It's so specific that like, it's really useful. So I'm just going to trust that. And I think like my approach to human design and especially in the context of teams, is I say like, what's important to me is whether it's useful, not whether it's true, you know? So like, take it if it's useful, you know? Like, I'm not going to try to convince you of it. If you say this doesn't resonate, fine, whatever. Like that's, it's, this is meant to be a useful tool, not like a disempowering one. Um, That said, I've had very few experiences where it hasn't resonated, but (laughs) I think that, um, I do think that in teams, I've had a really, um, it's been an amazing experience, but like all things, like I said at the beginning, it's about how we present it. If I walked in and was like, you are this and you must do this, it's not going to feel good. I'm just more like, this is how you operate. What do you think? Like, what do you want them to know about that? And they're like, oh my God, thank God you said that. These are all the things I want, you know? So it's just, it's a really beautiful way to spark a conversation. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of times people are nervous or overwhelmed by something that's new and if they haven't heard of something like this they're a little skeptical um I'm I'm very different where like as soon as I saw this I like reached out to you because I was like this stuff is interesting to me I love Mm -hmm. finding out more about myself more about other people um but that's not always the case for everybody um and I think that well I love that everybody has just had like a positive response and even if they were skeptical they're like oh god this does work like I really use this um and I think that's awesome where like do you want to go further in this like what well I guess I should start with what opportunities have you had since you started this company and like any just milestones or like great stories to share about it like how has this changed your life oh well it's changed everything um I think that I don't think I could have ever anticipated what it would become. You know, when I discovered human design, like I wasn't like, I want to make money off this system. You know, I was just like, this system's amazing, you know? And I was so obsessed and like, and I spent the first few years building it unsuccessfully. Like it was, like I said, it was really early. So it didn't really work. And so at least like it wasn't sustainable as a business. And when we launched it again in 2017, I was like, I can't give up yet. I got to keep trying. I do want to do this as my, as like my career, because all I want to do is study it and teach it. Um, I don't think I ever could have imagined like how much it would take off and, and it's not just like how much our business would take off, but rather like how much human design would take off, like how it would just like resonate on such a deep level. So, um, I think that was a big thing. I think, you know, one of our first offerings was something called the blueprint book, which is like, um, a written guide to your unique design. It's totally personalized to you. It's like a reading, but just like as a book. Um, and I remember we made the first one, I was just making them like on keynote, you know, taking payment via Venmo. I just like launched my Instagram story one day. Um, you know, and now 25,000 people have their blueprints and I'm just like, that's crazy. Like, just like when I like take a step back, I'm like, and we've never like paid for marketing or anything, you know, which I think would be smart at some point. And like, I think is a great thing to do, but like, that just hasn't, we just haven't done it yet. And so there are just moments like that where I'm like, this is so cool how it's grown. And I think what's been new this past year is that 
people asked me to teach human design for many years and I was just like not yet not yet like I, I want to make sure I'm actually filling a gap in like the educational space if I in, indeed choose to do it and we launched our first course last year and took 200 students through to kind of become readers themselves and so it's been really and we just started another one and it's just been really cool to um to like now really share our approach to human design and equip others to share the system with the world because like it's only growing from here and so it just feels really fun to kind of get to the level of like I, I can't wait to like support other guides and create more space for them um yeah. and so I think those are two big ones I think just the um but also I would say when big companies reach out you know like even like last winter it was like Amazon's reaching out and Facebook is reaching out and I'm just like this is so cool that like they're like and not even that like they're always amazing companies but more just that like human design is resonating at such a level that even in the most corporate spaces they're like human design is cool and can be useful and like to me that's such cool validation of like how much human design is growing yeah that's amazing and like going back to when you first kind of started and human design wasn't really like around when you were building the business, like what were the struggles that you were having? Was it just more so like the business side or was it like getting people to recognize like sort of what the human design is? Yeah, I think it was both. I think one, we were just like suffering from like an education piece. Like mm. it was like, I would say human design and people would have no idea what I'm talking about, you know? And so then it'd be like, okay, what is this thing? And how can I, and it was just like, there was so much work to like get people to like actually make sense of it and be open to it. Um, Whereas now it's not like everyone knows human design, but like people come organically because like human design is spreading and it feels like, you know, I'm like on the street and I hear people talking about human design. So it's just like really growing in that way. Yeah. I will also say that like, as much as I love human design and I'm like, well, not as much as, but like my gift is not in building a business, it's in sharing human design. And so I think, and my first business partner was the same. We were both that way, you know? And so like, we were kind of doing things looking back in such an unsustainable way, you know, because like we just, we didn't, that wasn't our priority. And so, you know, now having a partner that is much more savvy around business and just like really kind of knows how to build things that are more sustainable. It's allowed me to just like be in my gifts of just sharing human design. And so I think that like, that's been really profound because I think starting out as an entrepreneur, I was like, I have to be really good at human design. I also have to be really good at business and ops and finances and like, and I'm just not, you know, and like I, I, and I think being able to just like really focus on the human design piece has allowed us to be so much more successful. So it was both, it was a matter of timing, but also having the right partner and the right support that could see things business-wise that I did not. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, what do you think you did differently to like get to that point? And I guess it was like finding the right people to work with and kind of get you there because yes. not all of us have the business brain, you know, like, and no. I'm one of those people, I'm one of those people. I started a business last year and I like quickly was like, what? what am I doing? <laughs> a lot, what am I doing? Know? It's a lot more than you think. And so I commend anybody that just kind of starts it, um, with just like a passion, because that's the only thing that can kind of really get you through it. It's like, 100%. you clearly had a passion for human design and that was kind of what was keeping you going. And, um, and now look where you're at. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's, it is definitely having the right partners and also just getting really clear on what you're good at. Um, mm -hmm. and also just like dedication, you know, it's like, I think that like, it's been a lot of sharing and a lot of creating content and a lot of just like letting people know that we exist and going on a lot of podcasts and like, and, and all these things, which are very fun, but it's just like continued commitment to it, um, yeah. has really been like, what's allowed people to know that we exist. Yeah. I mean, and for social media, like you guys are, 
you have a huge following. Like I said, all of your posts are so informational and that's really what I, like I had found the page and I was like, wait a minute, this is so interesting. I think I was on your Instagram for about like 20 minutes, just reading everything. I found my type. I was like, I have to figure this out. And I was in the rabbit hole. Like I was deep in it. And it's so, it's just so, all of it is so interesting. And I just, I also just love learning. And I think it was just, it's everything. So I will link all of that in the show notes. You guys can just like quickly go find it. Um, But what, so moving on, like, what are the goals that you have in the, for the future? Like, where do you want to go with this? Obviously the teaching thing is so cool. You're like having a course where you're teaching others, like what else, or is that like kind of what you want to focus on moving on? Like what's, what's next? It's a great question. Um, I think that, you know, so much of our business has been built around like me sharing human design. Like it's been around kind of like me offering readings and teaching and writing these blueprint books and it's been wonderful. But I also think there's a lot of capacity for us to grow beyond me. Like, I think as we start to teach other people, I'm just realizing like how many amazing voices there are in the human design space. And so I think that, um, so it feels like the next phase for us is just like transcending Aaron Claire Jones as, as the human design person in our brand. You know, there are many human design people, but really, really being a resource for people that speak about human design in a really empowering, practical and actual way. And now we have such an amazing, you know, group of readers that do that. And so it's really um, giving them the platform, you know, and creating space for people to read with them and sit with them. And so that's really the focus and it's exciting. You know, I think that, um, but, but it does feel very new. And it's also, you know, like all things like life occurs in cycles, you know? And so it is like, we're just in the cycle that feels like me pulling back a little bit and just creating more space for others. And so um, that's really the focus. Also, I've been meaning to write a book forever. So I think this is finally the year to do it. Um, but oh but yeah, I think, which is exciting. Um, but I do think that it's really more around just creating a, a, a home for people to learn about human design in really empowering and actual ways. Yeah. I think also having more voices is so beneficial of just like more people finding out about it, more people being able to learn from it. Um, I think that's awesome. And we mentioned, I think right when we got on, you just had a kid, you just had a little baby. Um, did you ever like, have you figured out your child's type? Like, I'm just like, do you know what they are? We knew within 10 minutes of her being born. Um, but You're like looking it up immediately. <laughs> my partner told me, he's like, Aaron. I was like, what? And it was so cool because she was born at 12. She was born basically right after midnight. And like, oh had she been born before midnight, it was actually like a totally different type. It was so, because oh I looked so it up when I, when I went into labor, I looked it up to like, what's going to happen? And then it just everything <laughs> turned to change. Um, yeah, she's a manifesting generator. So, oh my gosh. She's like basically. She's got a very powerful design and a very intense design. It's like very much a design of like somebody who um, is not super malleable and is very much like, I know what I want and I am choosing that. And like, I'm not here to like adapt to everyone else's flow. Like I want my flow. Um, And there's a lot of power and a lot of energy. So it's just like fun to see, you know, she's eight weeks old right now. So, but I do think it's fun to have that context. And also she's got a really different design than me. You know, like, I think that I'm a projector. Like I'm not really here to be this like, consistent doer you know my energy really ebbs and flows and so I think that I might have a projector child one day but this this little one is not it and so yeah I think it just gives me a lot of context of like 
not like you must be this thing, but rather like, okay, like how can I just be open to like discovering who you want to become and make sure that I'm not projecting like how I operate and how I think people should on you. And human design gives me a really cool context of like things to look out for and know how to best support her in it. But yeah, I'm so excited to watch that manifest because like often kids express their design so purely, you know, because they just like, there's no conditioning. They're just living it. Whereas yeah. often as we get older, we kind of get out of our design. Um, and then like we discover human design. We're like, oh my God, I was like that when I was young. I forgot that that was how I was operating. So I think it's really cool for parents to know this tool about their kids because they're basically giving their kids like such powerful permission to be who they are from permission to be who they are from day one. I love that. I really love that. And also it's kind of fun, like knowing what you know, and then watching them kind of grow into that person and, and yes. find that personality based off of like their type. And yeah. I think that's so cool. Also, it's so interesting that you said like, I've talked about this before, but thinking about who you were as a child, and sometimes we lose who we we are, like to the core, we get, you know, life gets in the way and things happen in our lives that kind of alter that. But then being able to like, kind of ground yourself, you just think about your, your inner child, like, what were you mm -hmm. like when you were younger? And that's so interesting. You kind of mentioned that it's like, oh, like, that's who I was. And like, let me get back oh, to that. I love, I love that. Mm -hmm. I know it's really people will recognize that, you know, and I, and I love, I sit with so many parents and um, during this course, everyone has their kids charts up and it's just so cool to hear their feedback of like, oh my God, like my kid is two years old and this stuff is so clear, you know? So but accurate. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's like such a cool thing where they're like, oh, how can I like support them in that? You know, like how can I make sure that I'm not shutting that stuff down and how can I create space for them to just step into it more and more and more? Yeah. I think that's like what I really love about the human design is, is just, it's, it's more about understanding like how you can use that to benefit you, like how you can use that to help others and like really understand people. It's just a positive thing. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I think it's yeah, just, totally. it's, yeah. And so I love that. And I love that you were able to take time out of your day to come on here and just share all this with us because yeah. for people that don't know what the human design is, I think they're already on the website. They're already finding we'll the Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I hope they're figuring out like kind of who they are and maybe understanding somebody in their life they can't really figure out right now. Maybe this yeah. will help and kind of shed light on that. So, oh, this is, I, I could probably talk for like three more hours on this. Like, this is so interesting and I love it. Thank you so much for coming on and just like sharing all of this. It's been so fun. I'm going to literally send this to everybody. Know, in my right? life, I'm like, if you don't know what this is, you need to, you need to know. Yes. Oh my God. My pleasure. It's really, like you said, it really can be such a positive thing. You know, it's just like, it's such a useful tool. Um, I'm yeah. also happy to offer your audience a discount code for the blueprint book if you like. Oh my gosh. Or that's if amazing. Yeah. If you, if you want that, just let me know what the word is and I'll set that up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. We will. Let's definitely do that. I love that. Okay. Thank you. Of course. Um, you guys are so lucky. Look, this is so great. I love this. Um, <laughs> thank you so much again and wish you the best. And um, I am excited to see what your, your child grows into as the, uh, the little manifester. Amazing. Thank, thank you. you so much for having me. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Girl We Gotta Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. That way you never miss a new episode. You can also follow Girl We Gotta Talk on Instagram at Girl We Gotta Talk Podcast and on Twitter at GWGT Podcast for live tweeting and all your favorite pop culture updates. If you want to watch full episodes, check out Girl We Gotta Talk on YouTube and find all of your favorite episodes over there. 
If you liked today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars or leave a review and let me know what you thought. I seriously love hearing your feedback. It really means the world to me. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.